0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is an actress and a choreographer who was recently part of the choreography team of the latest national tour of Jesus Christ Superstar. My guest today is Courtney Orango. So did you know a lot about the history of the Muni and how iconic it is before you did your first show there?
1: I did not fully understand. I knew that the Muni had a like huge legacy and there was a lot of prestige behind it because I went to um, Boston Conservatory for college. So, you know, I was in a program where like enough people had a lot of respect for it and it was like made a big deal of every year and like a bunch of the students would fly to St. Louis to do the auditions. So you know, when you're hearing about something, of course, you do your, like, due diligence and mm-hmm. figure out if, if you also would love to, like, be a part of that legacy. So I had done some research, but not until I actually worked there did I really understand, like, the people who have gone through there. Just, oh, yeah. like, the, the humans that exist and work in that space. Like, no, I was... I, I, that, like, that theater was a massive blessing to my life and just like continues to be just this like magical little haven
0: yeah you got to do so many like really really fun shows there so what was it like bringing these like really fun stories to life on the muni stage
1: yeah um you know i have not worked there a single time and left like disappointed in any way like there is true when people talk about Muni magic, like there really, really is something magical about that space. And every every show I've done there has had its own like unique experience. Um, I remember when I did Mary Poppins there. Uh, you know, I don't. It just like, <laughs> you're outdoors, you're hearing the orchestra play, you're smelling the popcorn at the concession stands, and, like, something just feels like Disney World. Yeah! And then you're singing, you know, anything can happen if you let it at the end, and you're just, like, looking out at the stars and, like, these, like, kids who are just, like, beaming and so with you, and it's just, like, magical. And then, you know, Shrek, I, I did there, and just like had another like its own unique beautiful experience and felt totally um different but you know the thing that always remains consistent is like the like there is just an energy from the moment you walk into like rehearsals everywhere. yeah 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 everyone is so happy to be there it's like summer camp and then that just really translates oh. to the stage you know
0: have you always had a love and appreciation for west side story
1: no <laughs> I think, um, I think it's it's my appreciation for it has grown more and more mm-hmm. as I have done the production, and I I mean I I always had a like massive respect for you know when I saw like Rita Moreno, of course in the film like just you can't to see to see a Latina woman like truly as a triple threat just like owning space was really powerful mm-hmm. but it's so funny I think I always had a resistance a little bit to West Side Story because and I felt this the first time I did the original Jerome Robbins choreography in in a production I was a part of like uh, it's so funny to me because the movement does not feel rooted in in like a cultural like latin place. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, because obviously Jerome Robbins was in Latin.
0: Right, exactly. Um,
1: but when you have two different like gangs of people in my in my mind that those two groups should just move very differently. So it's always interesting because I feel like when the original Jerome Robbins is mounted like it doesn't feel uh, necessarily, like, rooted in in culture, mm-hmm. which is something that I think West Side always tr- strives to, like, reach at, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes just doesn't really achieve because of, you know, how the original work was created. Yeah. Um, but that's why, honestly, it was such a gift to do it at Milwaukee Rep uh, with John Rua as the choreographer, because, you know, John is is Colombian, and he did his own like choreography for the production and it just was so rooted from like a a place of like cultural understanding. Yeah. And that brought the character of Anita alive for me in a very different way.
0: Has Anita always been a character that you kind of always wanted to play? Like when you saw I'm like "Eh, I'll go Anita. Anita's my girl.
1: Yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, I think that, you know, she, she's like, God, I think she's just power and resilience and poise. And, um, and then, you know, when you look at her from a, just from like a standpoint of the actual package you have to possess in order to bring the role to life, it is really a character where you need to be able to stand on your own as an actor and as a singer and as a dancer. Yeah. And when you have, when you have someone that can like do those three things without, without any of them kind of like falling lesser yeah. than the other. Yeah. Gosh, that's an opportunity. And I love for Anita. It's so funny because her track is hard. It's a, it's, a, it's a it hard looks track.
0: hard, whether it's the movie or on stage, it looks very challenging.
1: Yeah. It is because she does so much, but in some ways it's like the princess track. She comes on stage, she drops a bomb. Like she has a big dance number. She leaves. She comes on stage. She does a huge singing number. And then she leaves. She comes on stage, acts, and then yeah. she So it's like, it's nice because I feel like normally when I'm in a show, um, I feel like I'm often the, the the person who I just always end up having all the responsibility, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like whether it's understudying a bunch of roles or dance captaining a show, you know, like I just always because because I have a a, a wide skill set, mm-hmm. I get a lot of responsibility thrown my way, which I love, yeah. Uh, but it, it does feel like a brush of fresh air, fresh air with Anita because when i'm playing that role it's like oh i get
0: breaks during the show yeah yeah you can like go you can dance catch your breath then go back out yeah. there it's like a like a happy medium between it all yep. when you got to revisit anita did you remember like a lot of the dialogue and stuff from the first time around and were you surprised at how much you kind of remembered from like in terms of like la- like act like from like the lines and lyrics point of view were you kind of surprised at how much you remembered from the first time? Or did you remember a lot from the first time you did it?
1: Um, I think I did. Um, And to be honest, a lot of that was because I had auditioned for it so much in between my first and second production.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, a lot of it was fresh, which I think was really helpful. The choreography definitely was not there anymore. Yeah, had <laughs> like, yeah, to, like, re... You know, I knew- I was familiar with, like, America, because that's always an audition combo. Oh, yeah. Um, but the, yeah, the choreography, I mean, that was probably the thing I had to really re- reiterate to, like, my body. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's I think, good that, <laughs> that I had some of it kind of in my brain, because... Uh, when I ended up going into my second production, um, I did it at a theater where they only bring the equity actors in for four days of rehearsal. Ooh. So I had, to re- like, I had to lock my track in in the four days of rehearsal I had, and then we were already into Tech Week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, um, then I had a really wild ride because I was doing it at Moonlight in California, mm-hmm. the original Jerome Robbins production. And was cast in Milwaukee's production, and they negotiated my contract, basically, so I could start, essentially, like, two weeks late in Milwaukee. But the deal was that on my days off in California, I had to fly to Milwaukee for my Monday, Tuesday of rehearsal, Ooh. and would fly back Tuesday night to do my Wednesday through Sunday shows. Oh, in, wow. California. So I was doing the original Jerome Robbins then learning a fresh production of West Side Story in Milwaukee at the same time. And I remember like the second week of traveling back and forth, I I was like doing America one night on stage in California, and I was like, "Oh my god, what version of this am I doing right now?" <laughs> because I was doing that, that production was the original choreography, <laughs> but then I had already started to learn John's choreography for things, so
0: uh, my
1: brain was uh, all Oh,
0: but. yeah. And mine would be, too. <laughs> Have you always wanted to go on tour?
1: Oh. Uh, you know, I think out of college, the idea of a tour, like, really appealed to me. Like, it just seemed like a stepping stone to Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um... But I really came to a place in my career where I I didn't want to tour, actually. Oh. Um, and uh, mostly that just has to do with, like, the human I am. I, uh, There are so many positives to tour, and I learned that being out on the road. mm mm-hmm. um, But I am a very, like, routine-based person. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm. I like having like my roots put down, and I like feeling really comfortable in my space. And when you're moving, yeah, you can't going.
0: really do that on tour, yeah. unless it's like a longer sit down. Yeah. As a swing, how often did you get to go on? Like over the course of like an eight show week. Yeah.
1: Um. So fun. Fun fact about my swing experience on JCS. I. Um. Did two and a half shows and then broke my foot.
0: Ooh, mid-show?
1: Um, during bows. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I had a mid-show swing on and got all the way through the end of the show, crazy traffic, went to do bows and didn't clear two steps and then broke my fifth metatarsal.
0: Oh wow.
1: So I went I stayed on tour for three months, still dance captaining the show. And then, um, and then I left for two more months to, to do PT because my injury was just slower to heal, mm-hmm. but really, I had already been healing. It just, doctors were afraid to clear me, to right. start trying, like impact mm-hmm. and exercise because, you know, I was performing at like, obviously a, an elite level, and, mm-hmm. you know, they were erring on the side of caution, but my, my foot actually needed me to start.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure.
1: Um, so once I came back to tour and was healthy, uh, we were on all the time. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, and and that's the thing. Like, you know, I was really happy that I I was able to come back and like have some experience, like on stage. Mm -hmm. But even prior to me leaving, man, JCS like. I don't know if you ever got to see it while we were out on the road, but long story short, it's like a dance concert. The dance is constant. It just never stops moving for an hour and a half. And it is a lot on the body. Uh, So, you know, it was just always something, whether it was COVID hitting the cast or lots of injury that went through our cast, our swings were on all the time.
0: Oh yeah. I would
1: say most weeks once I came back, I probably did three to eight shows oh, wow. a week. Wow. Yeah.
0: What was it like getting to revisit the Jesus Christ superstar material?
1: For the non for the
0: non actor.
1: Um, you know, it was such a joy to be like in that room in the capacity I got to be in like I'm so thankful to Drew McConey and Ashley Andrews who fought for me to be in that room as the assistant choreographer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, doing the show and having the experience I did with the equity tour was a massive gift. And then being able to five weeks later with a brand new company of people start to explore the movement again, um, you know, with people who had no preconceived idea of what it was.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Really cool. It was really cool to, like, watch them as we taught them the show, like, discover what it actually is. Yeah. And then when they go into the elements of, like, costumes and makeup, they're, like, all of a sudden, oh, I understand what world I'm living in. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that is so gratifying to see them kind of go from day one where they're just on the struggle bus because the show is just hard. Yeah. Like watching it develop into what it became. And the other really cool thing is that because they were dealing with like different set constraints and a smaller cast of people and like a lot of different elements than we were, Mm -hmm. um, there were things that they got to discover and, and that we were building like on the fly in the room. So they were not doing our exact production. They did get to take their own unique production.
0: Yeah, they had, to had their own special touch.
1: Yeah, which which I loved just watching, like, seeing that be created.
0: Yeah. How much of of a say did you have in the choreography as an assistant choreographer?
1: Um. So I... I would say that like a hundred percent drew McConey, That's, that's his baby. The movement was, was, um, basically set. Um, if there were things in the room where it was like, okay, that's not quite working. You know, I might offer like a confirmation of, Oh, that's like, that looks really great. Um, and, and I would say the same for Ashley Andrews, you know, like he, as the associate, um, would have a bit more of that as the assistant choreographer, really my job is maintenance. You know, I take the choreography. It's, it's actually, it feels similar to dance captain in that way. Uh. Um, I, choreography. I, I like absorb it up here. And then if our associate isn't able to be out on the road, like noting them every six weeks, or if he's not able to like hold an audition and there needs to be an audition held, I will be the one that then steps in. Yeah. Um, but really it was, um, my job was largely taking with Ashley, the movement that drew had already created mm-hmm. and teaching that, setting that on stage. And then, um, you know, if things weren't working, just kind of helping to like resolve certain issues and like be the extra set of eyes who had had like,
0: who's, who's like been there and done people. that.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Would you ever want to work on the choreography team, but not as a dance captain in, again, in the future? Mm
1: -hmm. Um, This is a conversation that like I was having constantly with Drew and Ashley. Um, I think that for me, I, I'm very much in my performance career right now. Yeah. Uh, And dance has always like held a massive place in my heart. But for me, doing principal work also has been a really like important priority for me in my career. Yeah. uh, Because I, I consider myself an actor and a singer as well. Right. Um, and so I've always been really scared to like dip my toes into the other side of the table too early because I just, um, I didn't want to get stuck there or pigeonholed. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so when they presented this opportunity to me to come into the room, like, I think I did it with a little bit of hesitation of like, what will this mean for my career? Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. But I did it just with the right people because they are so 100% supportive of me doing it all and have just been like the most massive cheerleaders to, to, um, you know, me being able to use my entire skill set. And that actually created space in the room for me to really discover that I loved the experience of being on the other side of the table and sharing this material with, with a new company. Yeah. So a hundred percent, I would absolutely be, I, I would love to be on the creative team again on, on team dance, especially because the humans that are on team dance with JCS are just like top notch and huge mentors and just wonderful, lovely, lovely people. Yeah.
0: What was your first Broadway show that you got to see in New York
1: City? Mm, Thoroughly Modern Millie.
0: Ooh, with uh, Sutton Foster? Yes. Ooh, high standards, high bar.
1: Yeah, yeah. And truly, like, I think it's so funny. At that point, I had been dancing at my studio, like, 20 hours a week. um, But I never viewed dance as a career career you know, I, in my head, like it just didn't click that dance was a career option. Yeah. Um, and, and then I, I was in a magnet program for theater for middle school at the time. And I, I sang. So when I saw Sutton on stage, it was like, something just clicked for me it was like a yep loved in one place and I was like that's what I want to do you know oh yeah clicked for me that that could be a career option
0: yeah what shows do you think have some of the most or what shows do you think have some of the best scores out there
1: oh gosh um pretty much any show sometimes (laughs) (laughs) um to think of some like things that like recently I've seen I, I Town I think is really just special musically um Dave Malloy created a piece called Octet that I was just like blown away by I saw that off Broadway recently um yeah I think it kind of just depends on like the listener and what like what each person enjoys but for me I I love I don't know I I just I love anything that makes me like elicits an emotion yeah and I I would say like that's kind of like my musical taste now too is I I'm not tend to like drawn I don't tend to be drawn to um like high energy poppy tunes like yeah I, I love watching them in a musical too, yeah you want to have that like, more of like that phenomenal. emotional
0: experience
1: 100 percent. like I tend to be drawn to like yeah just more of something like things that literally strike a chord and it can be that can be through yeah yeah I don't I don't know
0: <laughs> <laughs> what Broadway show would you like to see as a film that hasn't been made into a film yet, or what m- like musical adaption of a film would you like to see?
1: That is tough. You know, because it's one of my favorite movies and because I know, like I saw it on stage and I just think it could be done more successfully. I'm going to say Benny and June. Ooh. Um, they did it at paper mill a few years ago and I was so excited because like that is one of my favorite films. Mm-hmm. I just think like they need, it needs work. I would love to see that like re re envisioned and brought forward again. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What, but, you know,
1: at, it, it, it wouldn't be like a huge commercial Broadway.
0: <laughs> right. It'll just like a small, like a boot, like a boutique show. Yeah. <laughs> what musical have you seen the most as a viewer? Ooh. Jesus Christ Superstar doesn't count.
1: Oh my God, you can't count. I, I was out in that audience maybe at least once or twice a week. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but like
0: where you've actually like paid for a ticket to go to the theater and see the show.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, if I'm honest with you, I have never been someone who like sees a lot of theater or film. Oh. Um, and I think, I think the reason for that is, I mean, if we're just being honest, to go to the theater has become so expensive. Yeah. So when you're living in New York city and you're trying to see theater.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, if I have the option to see something that I haven't seen or to go and see something I have again, I will choose to see something I haven't yet seen. Yeah. It's so expensive to go to theater today. It's really, really unfortunate. I know. Because the idea is to make it more accessible. And it's just like, well, how do we do that if tickets are $175?
0: I know. Would you ever want to go on tour again?
1: I would go on tour again. Um, It would have to be for the right track. And I probably would not do it for a year. I would probably maybe try to negotiate a 6 month period of time
0: yeah what it's it, just
1: hard to like maintain your life outside of yeah i feel it of- i feel it yeah
0: yeah what is your guilty pleasure
1: Bachelor. <laughs> Bachelor pair Anything in the Bachelor franchise.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Are you since Jesus Christ Superstar was a they did a version of it. Are you a fan of like the NBC like live musical adaptions that get done every year?
1: Yeah. Um my I have a friend that I actually have two friends who were in that and I yeah, I liked it a lot. And it's so funny, like I'm not a Jesus Christ superstar like fan. You know, I, those people that, like, love the Brown album and they love, like, the score of Jesus Christ Superstar, that was not me.
0: Yeah, um, I know the feeling, yeah.
1: In fact, I really cannot recall a production, having seen a production that I actually liked um, prior to the one I was a part of. But when I saw that NBC one, I was like, oh, no, it was actually great.
0: Oh, yeah, John, really great. John Legend and Sarah Bareilles can do no wrong. I know what (laughs) fictional character do you wish existed in real life
1: man that's hard um you know what maybe this is just because it's fresh in my mind but guy from free guy (laughs) (laughs) you know like someone who just like wakes up like positive and ready to conquer the day and then can like Adapt and grow. As, as yeah, humans. I yeah I know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And,
1: and like love openly. Like we need humans like that.
0: Yeah. What are some of your favorite movies?
1: Uh um, Love, Edward Scissorhands. Um, I honestly like. I'm a sucker for like rom com anything. It can be like corny, cheesy, same. but like same,
0: love, same,
1: love, like rom-coms um p.s i love you the notebook
0: yeah <laughs> and what is a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you
1: um i became a certified scuba diver when i was 10 years old
0: Ooh, i like that i like that once again i've been speaking with actress and choreographer courtney Orengo. i will see you all on my next episode where i'm chatting with social media influencer maddie keith